Y'all know what it is. Y'all ready? One, two, three. Unscripted, unshackled, uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel and Holly, uncensored from Hot 101.5. Well, here we are on another uncensored podcast. My name is Miguel Fuller. That is Holly O'Connor. What up? And that is producer Ryan McGibbony. Uh. <laughs> what's wrong, Ryan? Uh, we just went to Zaxby's. That's what's wrong. Yes, that is uh, what's also wrong I'm, with me. It, it was very salty, and I just feel it coursing through my veins <laughs> right now. And Maybe, my intestinal tract. Like I can't drink enough water. Maybe it's because I had I ate Zaxby's so much for so many years <laughs> that immune. Yeah, it doesn't like I feel like full and bloated more than normal, but I don't feel like crazy <laughs> right now. I feel like my pants don't fit anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but now was that your first time having Zaxby's, Ryan? That was my second time. Second time. Now, if you've never been to Zaxby's before, they have I think two or three in Hillsborough County. There are none in Pinellas, which sucks. Well, actually, it's probably not that. That might be for the best. Yeah, that's probably a good thing. Uh, but they have several um, in Hillsborough and in Panama City and in my college town. We had Zaxby's everywhere. Actually, when I was in uh, college, my two-year school. Part of your meal plan, and this was so dumb. I think their meal plan for the semester was five hundred dollars, and then a hundred and twenty-five of that they put on a gift card to Zaxby's. <laughs> like they actively encouraged you. Yes, yes. That's terrible. It was horrible. Well, I mean, at the time, because I'd never had Zaxby's before, so I was like, "What the hell is this Zaxby's?" Hashtag the South. I think their slogan should be "Fatten Zaxby's." <laughs> <laughs> But it's very much like uh, um, a PDQ if you live in the Tampa Bay area. So it's like a chicken place, it's, but but different. No, I mean I'm just it's in the same realm. It's like a place where you go, you order your chicken. Yeah, it's a chicken. It's a fried it chicken place. Yeah, and then you sit down and you eat and you enjoy it. Uh, but it's not to the. Which it makes me so sad to say this because Zaxby started in my college town in Statesboro, Georgia for Georgia Southern. It's two Georgia Southern graduates started Zaxby's. And so it hurts me to just see it sort of like go down. They just need to refresh it. Yeah, they do. They just. Uh, I mean, yeah. In, in my lifetime, I've seen pretty much every fast food restaurant change like three times. Yeah. So never. They're, never Zaxby's. They're due. Never Zaxby's. Anyway. <laughs> What are you doing, Miguel? Sorry, I was drinking water. No. Y'all were going, we, so I was like, let me just have we a We just sip. need an IV after this. <laughs> I need I some, water. some water. I'm real thirsty. The uh, thirst is real. Well, what I wanted to get into is because we don't talk about politics. <laughs> oh, wow. Sorry. We don't talk about politics on the show, on the regular broadcast show. No. Um, And so I wanted to just spend a couple of minutes talking about a couple of things dealing with the election because last week, this time last week, was so explosive mm. because the tapes were released of Donald Trump with Access Hollywood saying all that stuff. And I have a little clip of it here that we never played any of this audio on the actual broadcast show. And this is him with Billy Bush. And I'm sure you've heard this before already. Uh, this is him as they are um, coming up, pulling up to outside of the studios for Days of Our Lives. And uh, he's talking about women. Magnet, you just kiss it. I don't even wait. And when you're a star, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab them by the pussy. I can do anything. All right. 
So there's the infamous. You can just grab them by the p word. You can I just mean, do it. Obviously, everybody's heard about that by now. They but, did. They did. They yeah. did. I just wanted to play. Just in case you haven't. Right. Because we never played There the it clip. is without it being beeped out. That's the first time I've heard that. Exactly. I mean, it's whew, it just makes you feel weird. So here's what I wanted to discuss and sort of delve into is, Ryan, you are a guy's guy. You hang out with mostly guys. Um, did you play any sports in school? Not really. No. But did you hang around with mostly guys? Mm-hmm. Donald, I did skateboard. Did you? Okay. That, that, that's that was a mostly guy. dudes. Now, Donald Trump brushed this off as locker room talk. Is that locker room talk? Do guys say that? Um, I'm, I'm, Yeah. But it's not directed the way that he meant it. Because he was saying it as if he, he's actually done this before. And that's the way he acts because he can because of his power or where he is in life. He can just walk up to somebody that's sort of like goo goo gaga over him and grab them by the pussy. Right. I think that's. And he's doing it because he he's disrespecting that person, basically. Yeah. Mm. I think that's what people are mad about. When you talk about it amongst your friends, even girls talk like that sometimes. Um but it's it's not meant to be that way. It's joking around sometimes, and like I barely, I don't even do anything like that anymore. But when I was younger, yeah. But uh, it's if you're his age, you shouldn't be doing that anymore. Holly, as a woman, when you heard that, how did that make you feel? I mean, obviously, that's not great. Right. <laughs> um, do anything, whatever you want. Grab him by the pussy. It just more than anything, it just reinforces to me that people who have privilege. Um, they just, that's their, their world that they are pretty much, they can access anything and it doesn't matter. Like I don't have to pay taxes. I don't have, I can just grab chicks by the pussy. I don't care. I can just, I'm rich and I'm famous. I could do what I want. And more so than it being, um, you know, an, an offense against women, it's just an offense against people. Like just because you are, uh, have a lot of money or stature or whatever, you still have to be a decent human. You can't just, it's not do what you want day. Although, I'm pretty sure a lot of people in that position think it is. Now, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here. If I am a Trump supporter and I love Miguel and Holly and I listen to the podcast and, I, and I, I'm saying to myself, well, why are we attacking him? Why is it so? I mean, it literally sounds like they're joking. It's not like he said that he grabbed Nancy Odell, who he was talking about mm-hmm. earlier. I grabbed her by the P word. I mean, I'm just I'm this is how guys talk. We're just I mean, we literally we here in the studio when the mics are off say pretty bad stuff. But we're not ready mm-hmm. for president first. But he wasn't either here in this clip. No, right. this is he, a long time. He was, this is in 2005. He was giving an interview, right. or about to do an interview about Days of Our Lives, a soap opera. Well, th- to be honest with you, and <clears throat> and maybe this makes me sound bad, I don't understand, actually, the amount of outrage that this comment caused. I don't understand it. So if you are, like, a Trump supporter, I sort of, I sort of can see where you're coming from because did you not... Is anyone actually surprised by this? Right. Who they, is outraged? Exactly. This based, is exactly who he is. Based on the other things that he said now. Yes. During speeches <laughs> in front of millions of people. I don't. I don't understand the. He outrage. said similar offensive things yes. about literally everybody. Yes. Whatever you want. Grab him by the pussy. <laughs> 
I just Billy Bush just giggling. I'm not. I ain't even mad anymore. I'm just like, you know what? Yeah, you shouldn't have said it, but guess what? You did say it. Why is anyone surprised? Right. Mad? Suddenly, this is the comment that you're mm-hmm. like, oh, maybe, maybe Donald Trump isn't the most qualified for president. Mm. I don't. I don't particularly like Donald Trump, and if you do, I, I, I do understand people that do because you know you tend to group, you know. When you are one camp or the other, you tend to group people. Like, if you're a conservative, you group liberals that have this thing and this thing and this thing. Uh, If you're a liberal, you tend to group conservatives by this, this, and this. And then that's all you see, and it makes it real easy to judge and Mm -hmm. separate. But someone like my mom, for example, who I imagine, if she does vote, will probably vote for Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. It's not because she excuses comments like that. It's not because whatever else. It's because of her religious beliefs she doesn't feel um in her soul she feels like she cannot vote for a candidate who uh the who the platform promotes um pro choice so since donald trump is the i believe the only person on the ballot who is Mm pro-life that's that for her is why she's voting not because she even likes anything else which to me am i like is that the best way to vote probably not but that's what she's gonna do and i know that she's not misogynistic Mm -hmm. i know that she's not like well yeah you know a woman's place is in the kitchen like my mom was pretty progressive growing up like she had a huge fight with my grandfather about why why and why not women should be working in the steel mills in cleveland and i think she had to move out of the house (laughs) So, like, she's always been pro-women's rights, except for that abortion issue, which I guess that's muddied now. But, you know, later in life, she really has become a strong believer in in no abortion. So, for her, that's the reason why. And so, I understand if you are in that camp, you're like, maybe I don't, but I don't have any option. So, my option is either to not vote or to vote, but that's my choice. Right. So you can't paint and, everybody with the same brush. And other people have the opinions of like financials and foreign policy yeah, and all that else. type of stuff, immigration. But the thing is, people always on Trump's side, they bash Hillary for being bought out by the lobbyists mm. and all that. Almost every time everybody is and people like Trump because he isn't. Well, basically, he is his own lobbyist. Mm-hmm. He is he's trying to. Fight for what is going to help his own corporations. He is a corporation. Mm. So he is his own lobbyist. And that's worse than other people buying out multiple people trying to fight for one person's opinion when he has all of his own opinions and he's fighting for one person and that's himself. Mm. Anything. Whatever you want. Grab him by the pussy. You really love that sound clip. But see, that's also like your way of saying like, look at this candidate and how poorly he speaks. But to say that is also you have to look at Hillary Clinton and I don't actually know all of this stuff, but like Bill Clinton's not running. So for the people that are like, well, look at all the stuff that Bill Clinton did. Bill Clinton's not running for president, but I know for sure that Hillary has done some shady shit. Yes. So it's not like you have this shining emblem of American pride on the on the liberal side either. Well, that's what I was going to say is because WikiLeaks just came out uh, with a bunch of emails from somebody on her team and their private servers that they have established Mm -hmm. wherever they do business. Right. So there are a bunch of emails from back then after the deleted emails and other things that 
hint to more sketchy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know why that's not more of an outrage either. Because right now we're still focused I on know. the pussy thing. Okay, so let me. I I wanted I wanted to hear both of you and what you said because I spent a lot of time just reading up onto this stuff. Mm-hmm. Here are a couple of thoughts that I have on this. I think that one in our political climate since I've been able to vote, we it's always been contentious. It's been contentious probably since like the late seventies, early eighties is when there started to be this sort of like emotional rift where before it was you believe one thing, I believe one thing, but at the end of the day we all want to make sure America's great. Mm-hmm. But now it's like I look at you on the other side and I feel like you want to burn the country down and I feel like you want to open up the borders to all the immigrants and let them overtake America. When for either side that's not the case except for now. Here's the problem that I have with this is that, yes, every single person that's run for president, even Obama, who I think is a good person in his soul, everybody has done something in their past that's bad. Here's the problem I have with Donald Trump. When you hear this, the pussy comment, okay, it is what it is. Yes, it it, it speaks of access and him being rich and, you know, da-da-da-da-da. When he stood on that debate stage, And Anderson Cooper asked him and he said, oh, no, 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 no. I didn't say that. What I really was. It was just it was just locker room talk Mm -hmm. to me. When you say that it's just locker room talk, you're basically saying boys will be boys. It's okay. You can speak like that about women. I'm a star. I can still kiss them if I want. I can grab them by their pussy. Mm -hmm. To me, that's what that's saying. If he if Donald Trump would have gotten on that debate stage and said, you know what? I'm sorry. That didn't was the he, wrong of me to he say. Say some sort of apology. No, he said, "I'm sorry if that offends you." After Before a lot of like backtracking after. like right. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this was his first statement. Was and and this this is how you can tell the true uh, grit of someone. Well, is there's a like, lot of doublespeak. What exactly? Well, what what is the the first response? And his first response was, "I'm sorry if you were offended by what I said." Mm-hmm. Not that you know what I've. That was a different person. I have changed. It was, I said it, but I'm sorry if you're offended by what I said. And to me, when you look at the body of work that he said and he's done, and I think that's why it seems like, you know, most most people, most civilians, they're like, well, that was bad, but it wasn't that bad. Because I watch a lot of CNN, and the people that cover politics, that talk to the politicians, that have been in the trenches for years and years and years, this is just so unlike anything that, we've ever seen well he's because, not a candidate that we've ever had before because he's not politics well and, and that and that is the problem is that the office of the presidency not the person that holds it but that office the oval office that position is supposed to command respect mm-hmm. and for the people that help prop up those thoughts in that theory for us because we've never been inside the oval office right i've been near the white house but these are people that have been there they see that if he is a person that represents that office the respect respect and the the um the the aura with which you hold when you walk into that oval office will be gone and like literally it'll be like 200 and something years of history just wiped away because now Donald Trump will be sitting in the White House behind the big desk sending out tweets calling out other world leaders on Twitter yeah pretty much they got to take away his twitter and it's machine not like- i mean damn it's not like he's going to do this, but I saw something trending on Twitter last night that really made me like, what the hell? Um, it was hashtag repeal the 19th. 
mm. which is the women's right to vote. Yeah. Because there was a story that said if only men voted in America, that Donald Trump would become the president. Right. And mm-hmm. so people started tweeting that, whether it's a joke or not, that's low-key misogyny. It yeah. is. Oh, it is. And it's- you're just helping. You're helping facilitate that joke of like, oh, locker room talk. I'm going to grab him by the pussy. That's okay to say. That shit's not okay to say. It's not no. funny. It's not okay to joke about. And you're the problem. Your problem, you're the problem for all these self-centered douchebag pricks that r- run part of the world that nobody else can get past and progress this world to like maybe more of a utopian society. It's people like you. No. Yeah. Holly, as a woman, when you hear what was supposed to be a private conversation between two men mm-hmm. or a group of men in this in this Access Hollywood truck, mm-hmm. does it make you? Does it sort of um, clue in to what you think, like misogyny in the workplace is, and like how guys in that position like look at women? Because you know, someone like. You know, let's just take out Donald Trump, but just say any old white man who's the leader of a, you know, a big company when yeah. they say we're progressive. We love women. Look, my vice president in my company is a woman. Right. We don't think like the old guys used to. Does that make you think differently of where we are today? Um, what's the qu- I'm sorry. What I'm, trying, what I'm trying to say is when you hear this behind the scenes talk, does it make you think that we haven't progressed as much as we say we have? Because yes. this is mm-hmm. closed yes. behind no. okay, closed doors conversation. Okay. So basically how we haven't moved forward with um, how we've made progress um, legally towards eradicating racism. It's still there. Right. Same thing with sexism. Like it's been a longer time that we've had equal rights and everything, but the problem is still there. And to me, it's not, like, again, it's not shocking because I know this stuff happens. This stuff has happened to me and it's going to continue to happen. And I will try to make sure it, it, you know, doesn't happen, but that's the world that I live in. The world that I grew up in is that you have to fight and you have to be aware always that some shit's going to go down like this. Like, I think it's actually naive to think that this doesn't go on nowadays. It does. I know even just walking around or just being anywhere, you always meet somebody and it's really an overwhelming amount of people that still think that way and treat people maybe maybe they don't directly treat them that way but they do think that and they'll let you know in some sort of terms even discrimination against gay people like i hear people like use like oh you're gay that's gay and Mm -hmm. like just joke about like somebody else being gay as a bad thing as like an insult right and i'm like i mean i don't i used to do that but i don't do that anymore because you learned yeah and but it's it's not like I've never done that, but I don't anymore because I know that's offensive to people. Yeah. Have you ever heard anybody say anything about like the morning show or like me being gay, Ryan? Anything? Yes. Like, really? Not anybody I know, but they're like some people were just like that show's too gay to listen to. Mm. He like he's real gay, and I'm like, why? What does it matter? <laughs> well, we're talking ask- about <laughs> literally the same shit that another <laughs> top forty station might be talking about. Mm-hmm. What does it matter if he sounds gay or because not? Because Ryan through mm. the radio, that's how gay gets passed on. Oh, oh you accidentally get gay if you Hold listen. On. I mean, and you Hold realize- on, put on your gay um, fucking <laughs> earphones. Put on those gay <laughs> the blocking to, earphones no, out. You have to put. <laughs> 
actual saran wrap on <laughs> the radio so that the gay doesn't come out. It filters yeah. it out. And people, uh, another thing that people always say about gay people is they're like, well, they can be gay. That's fine. But just don't be gay towards me. And I'm like, <laughs> what does why? That even mean? why? You should be flattered that that gay guy thinks that you look good. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> because they're going to find you more attractive than a woman might mm-hmm. sometimes in some instances like just take it like why does it matter mm-hmm. so do you take it when i come on to you every morning in the studio <laughs> that's a whole different thing yeah when it's I fine to, like, i think I'm that's glad. sexual harassment actually when i try to rub your shoulders and you shrug it off but i'm like hey ryan i just want to make you feel good <laughs> but the point is that it all this all still exists mm-hmm. and it really hammered it home when i was um, live tweeting the debate and um, one, some random, not listener of ours, listener to uh, The Bone, tweeted me and said, uh, if you think that men aren't rating uh, all women, that you're living in a fantasy land. You're highly rated, by the way, winky face. Like, that was supposed to make me feel better. <laughs> like, I was like, well, at least I score high on this um, imaginary rating scale. But what if I wasn't on the, the right. rating scale right. very and, high? And can I tell you... Then it would be offensive. <laughs> then it's not as funny. And there is a, a, a silent rating scale. And actually, this applies to all people. And I say it because this weirdly, I will bring it back around, I promise. In dance last night, I was talking to one of my, um, the girls that I dance with, and I was like, you know, I went off my face medicine, long story, and I'm starting to have some more, like, bumps and, like, little pimples on my face again. Ugh! So frustrating. That's a whole different thing. She's like, well, I mean, good thing you're pretty anyway. I mean, you you need to be thankful. Like, you're a beautiful girl, so it doesn't matter. And I was like, well, it does matter because that's, like, my self-esteem. And she's like, but it shouldn't. Like, you got to love yourself for who you are. And I was like, that's hard. That's a whole other discussion. But then I was thinking, as I'm in the shower last night, I was like... See, here's why it matters. I've seen both sides where I have been, like, not good looking. I know because I was, like, you know, like, at various points in my life, people either ignore you or they're just not as pleasant towards you. And then I have been on the more attractive scale. Like, I'm, I I fluctuate. Like, beauty is not static. Like, it's, it fluctuates. And sometimes I have really pretty phases, which I'm, that's cool. But you get treated differently, especially by men. Mm-hmm. What's the worst that's happened to you when you were when you felt like you weren't on the pretty side of things? It's just okay, well, well, well it, in high school, I mean, you get called names, right. you get made fun of, like that's juvenile stuff yeah. that you're dealing with. But like in a professional setting, um I would say you just it and I'm not saying that, like, I, well, I personally am kind of an attention whore, but, like, you don't receive the same <laughs> amount of attention. You don't receive the same amount of, like, just not even, like, a, a attention for your, for your Genuine looks. Genuine interaction. Interaction. Mm. Like, you're just That's sort what of I was about to say. Looked over. Is because people will look over you, even, like, you have a great personality. And so, like, what if you did not look the way you did and, it, and people found, somehow found you unattractive? Mm-hmm. And then... They would just pass right over that, but it's really great to know you. And right. people just every day judge based on that, whether they're going to talk or get to know a person. And that's really unfortunate. Right. It really is. And I mean, that's not to say women don't do the same thing. Right. We're all guilty of that. But then the problem becomes is when you have, ha- we're still trying to dig out of this. Pe- pe- Perpetual? Nope. Like a patriarch society. Ah. Um, where... Da- deep down in the roots of where we come from, it's like a, a society that's led by men. Right. And we are really close to being there and being, I mean, for God's sake, we may have a woman president, a woman president, mm-hmm. um, which I would probably cry about because that truly means that you could really do anything as a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
we're not quite there, you know, in, in terms of everything. Pay, certainly not. No. Um, but it just sucks because you realize that there is sort of an imbalance. And I really never felt it until I read the full article about repeal the 19th. And I was like, you're just going to throw 50% of the population away like you're trash. Yeah. You, you, and even if to it is just a joke, yeah. it's just like yeah. because I feel a certain way about and, you know, and, and this is the thing that just makes that drives me crazy about something like the repeal of the 19th, where it's like most of the people don't even like Donald Trump. They just hate Hillary Clinton yes, so much yeah. that they'd rather have that crazy man in the office. But then what I found and I'm not saying if this is you who is a Donald Trump supporter, but the people that I've come into contact with, when I then start to ask them, well, why don't you like Hillary Clinton? And I'm like, okay, you can't just throw out Benghazi and the emails. Like, literally, why do you call her a bitch? Or, I'm sorry, Holly, but when I've seen people at her at Donald Trump's rally, they're like, she's a cunt. Mm. And it's like, well, why? How? And then when you really start to dig down, it's no one can really tell you exactly why. Well, she's a bitch. Well, well why is it? she a bitch? Because she actually goes after what she wants and that she's a powerful woman. Give me one instance where Hillary Clinton was a bitch mm. and then no one can ever give you an instance. But let's name all the times Donald Trump yeah. has been a bitch and he's been a C word. So many times, there, who but it's it? because he's a guy and she's a woman, and then you start to see that double standard unfold. Right. It was Ann Coulter. Um, she said, oh, you guys are all up in arms about um, him talking about grabbing a pussy, but when people were calling me a cunt, nobody really cared about that. Mm. So mm. just stuff like that. It's like double standard. Well, <laughs> Ann Coulter. I know. Well, but I just though, saw that tweet though, but right, it's true. Right. Like when, when so, not necessarily her, but if somebody but true, calls somebody else that, that's right. a, well, why realize, is that a thing? Well, you realize too. At the end of the day, there are no truly horrible, degrading words that you can call a straight white man. Right. What name one? Cracker. That's stupid. <laughs> cracker ass cracker. That's the stupidest thing. I don't I even know, know that's what not that even means. Offensive. That's cracker not ass offensive. cracker. Literally, there is none. <laughs> you just like, say cracker staccato and fast know, as you can. I'm just gonna keep cracker ass cracker. Like there's so many other na- there's so many like names that carry pain and really like if you want to like lampoon someone right to the heart of them like if it's a woman you call them the c word. There's no deep rooted. Insults, insults that you could people. call that, gr- and I and I I feel and, bad because I feel like you know yeah, I'm trying to take that on because anybody you, Ryan, can call somebody else one of those words. Yeah, like there's a word for every for almost any sort of, group. Yeah, discriminate. That's not discriminated against man. group. Yeah, so there's none towards like a, a straight white male. And how does see, that, you how could does... call him like you could be like, oh, that straight white male. Well, what, what could I call him? Oh, he's a fag. Yeah. Right. And, and you all know the, who that's all the... offensive to? The gays! Me. <laughs> and all the words that you could call them that aren't offensive to anybody else are also, you call other people that too in general. Yeah, well, there so is nothing it's like specific. nothing specifically directed towards that person. They're not, no. they're not deep rooted yeah. into, you know, like I, I could sit here and tell you stories about being called a fag and a faggot, you know, yeah. and people throwing rocks at me and whatnot. And Holly, I'm sure you've been called a C word. Well, there are times where, you know, very painful stories. Like that's just. Has anybody ever called you an N? No. No. I've never had anyone call me that before. Never. That's good. Thankfully so. Yeah, no. No, that is good. I but feel see- like you would go. You, you would go, you would lose your shit, which I would actually kind of like to see. I would, yeah. Not that I want you to be called that, but damn, that would be a sight. Um, it's for you to go on the offensive there. You would be like, 
<laughs> what did you say? Yeah, no, that would be. See, but Ooh. that's the thing. Like, there are words that carry weight for almost any other group of people except those people who have sl- sort of um, historically been in power mm-hmm. because they came up with all the words, probably. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab him by the pussy. Why you keep playing this? <laughs> I can do anything. So, um,. Before we we're out, we're at twenty seven minutes. Oh, we Lord. we went a while on this. Um, is there anything that would make you vote for Donald Trump? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Very tough position you put us in. No, it really is. I and here's can I just say my like I'm having such a hard time because my mom keeps coming at me with this abortion topic. And I'm not I, I've just started to ignore it because, that's, you know, we're sort of at a at a, at a deadline. Stalemate. Yeah. And I she knows, you know, how I feel about Donald Trump. And I know how she feels about Hillary Clinton as far as um, abortion rights. And that's her one issue. Like, that that's is, her sticking issue. That is her one issue. And right. I you know what? I that's fine. No, everybody. Me. Everybody has that one thing. Yes. That, like to me. Gay rights, gay rights, obviously. That's a big thing And for I me. could never tell you, well, okay, can you just put aside the gay rights thing for just a minute and right. think about a bigger platform? You'd mm-hmm. be like, I'm sorry, but that's personal to that's me. That's me. Mm-hmm. My mom feels that way about abortion. So I, I don't um, falter at all for that. I think that's, that's fine. You right. have your cause, and I appreciate it. I respect it, and I understand it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're sort of at a deadlock because I, in good conscience, can't vote for Donald Trump just based on everything. Right. Um, And I don't know what I'm going to do, honestly, come November 8th still, because I keep getting bombarded by these... um, the, the religious things that she keeps sharing. So I told her, she, and you know, she sat me down one day and she's like, well, this and this and good Catholics. And I was like, you know what? What if I am not Catholic? Mm. That is a whole other discussion. That's a can of worms mm-hmm. right there. I mean, that is a life change. So I'm really having like a moral dilemma about this stupid ass <clears throat> debate. Holly, if you vote for Donald Trump, I'll still be your friend. I'm not, I don't want, I'm, my option is just to not vote. Mm. And I feel embarrassed by that. Like people yeah. fought for me to I mean, vote. A lot of the religious stuff, it also goes back to maybe you should give some people some human rights and not have your religion be a part of your decision. Right. That's it's, a whole because if you hard. if you hold that mm. as your decision maker, you're alienating other people that could be in a different situation than you. Right. Just because of something somebody in the sky says. Right. Well, see, but that's well, that's the thing is that when you talk about Christian religions, because like the way I grew up, it was it was literally your life's mission was to tell people mm-hmm. about the love of Christ. Yeah. And like and so that so forget man's law and about separation of church and state. I don't give a fuck about you. I'm trying to fight for my eternal salvation. Correct. So I have to tell you about this. Like this and is so, my life's work. Exactly. So that's why I understand that. And it's, it's, it, that's one of those arguments mm-hmm. that'll go on yeah, forever. I never, because you, because once you try to like say, I, I understand you're trying to fight for your eternal salvation. I'm just trying to get my rights. Right. They're like, well, what about your eternal rights? Yeah. And so it's just like, okay, it well. It can go, it goes off in a whole yeah, other Yeah, it's just thing. in a whole big old circle. Um, So it's just, it's just really tough because I'm like, okay, so does this mean like I have to sit out this election or does this mean that I vote the way that I'd probably like to vote? And then what does that mean for 
my future in the Catholic Church, I mean, which I haven't even be- I have been like so far removed from church. The only only since we've moved back to St. Pete <clears> and I went through the divorce and I was like, I need something to do. Like, give me a little bit of guidance. And I was like, well, would you come to church with me? So it's only been very recently that I've even been active in church. I mean, right. obviously, I grew up Catholic, mm-hmm. went through the whole thing. Stand up, sit down, fight, fight, fight. Like it is a it's a, it's an ordeal to be Catholic. So I'm like, that's my upbringing and I do want to raise my daughter that way because I feel like you need a base right when you're a kid I feel like those parents that are like well I'll let them decide when they're older ain't nobody gonna pick anything when they're older you know what they pick apathy because mm-hmm. at least have a base and then if you don't want to do it later right okay go learn about other things at least you have a base of knowledge to start from instead of completely you know being like well I don't know anything mm. about anything so you have a base and then if you want to go look into Eastern Asian cultures if you want to do this that which I found fascinating in college and i was raised catholic so it's like you can expand your mind but i do feel like you need a base giving her the base i just don't know what i'm gonna do now i wonder though i never had a base and where do you where do you find yourself now going to hell (laughs) yeah probably if there is one that's the thing i mean no i'm not i'm not a bad person i don't yes you are yeah no you're a good person you don't like jesus wow okay so but the thing is that you don't have anything to like sort of there's there's literally no basis for like well I can fall back on at least some knowledge about some religion like do you are are you petition like moved to go look into any one particular one no yeah no and I think most people are that way I mean here's which the is thing. fine but I, I want her to be able to have a base and then look explore others if she wants to see but the only problem I have and just from in my years of knowing you when it when I hear you talk about being a Catholic is that it always sounds like there's this like guilt that comes along with if you make like yes you can have that base but then if you explore anything else like it sounds like you're made to feel guilty about it oh Catholic guilt is a real thing whereas like the one thing I do pride my religion on growing up that even though it was like super strict and probably made me crazy the way I am Seventh-day Adventist is because they used to all like the first thing the pastor would say is I'm gonna tell you some stuff but you need to always back it up with the scripture and make your own decision because I'm just a man. And so that's between you and your relationship with God. That's the difference between Catholicism and any other religion, though. And, and that's I guess that's the problem I have with the, that. The, because all and this is this <clears throat> is fact. All Christian religions were started as Catholicism. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's the one. Like if if Jesus was still here today and he decided to go hold um a, a service, a mass, however you want to say it, you like you go to church on Sunday, what he would be doing would be what they do in Catholic church right. because like it goes back to like the days of, you know, the apostles and mm-hmm. all this stuff. So that's why I think <laughs> it's rooted in so much guilt is because it's like this is it. Right. And then the the different offshoots of Christianity started from people that were like, I don't really like how yeah, this is, so I'm going to do my own thing. I'm, I'm going to go thing. out into the woods for 70 days and not eat food. Right. Or like, wow, I, I saw I, Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> or like, you know, what, whatever it is, however, uh, Episcopalians or, or Protestants mm-hmm. or Methodists. What, what was the first one again? Uh, it's been a while from world religions class. The first religion ever. Oh, well, paganism back in the day. No. Way before. Way before paganism? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> There's I like- well, see, but then the problem I have with that, though, is that how do we know? I mean- We know. Like, well, there's, there's I mean, proof. But, but wasn't it, and this is what I, from what I learned, I think, in humanities, is that, you know, 
what we learn about what we think was back then was translated by man. Right. So it's mm-hmm. not like an actual, like God is speaking to us and saying, here is how it actually went. It was man's interpretation it's still man's of interpretation. what he thought. And so, but you know what? At the end of the day, because we're getting down a really crazy path when it's talking, <laughs> we're talking about politics, Listen, abortion, religion. You started this. I, I was know. planning on coming in here and maybe talking about the fact that my kid hit somebody at daycare and yeah. I don't know what to do about it. But thanks to that, we don't have any solutions. So I'm going to have to go read up on it. Well, but it, here's the thing. I think that when it comes, because to me, I always said if I had kids, I because I, I, I'm not going to go back to church. But I think you can still teach them right from wrong. That's what I'm you saying. Do. And I think it, that that's yeah. what it comes down but to. But if you want your, your kid to have a, a base religion or just to know knowledge about it, like I'm no parent. I'm probably far from that. But um, if you don't, at least be there to back it up and teach them what's wrong from right and what a good person should be right. and what you should and shouldn't do. Uh, quote unquote, mm-hmm. uh, and then they should just like be there to back that up throughout their life, and they'll be fine. Yeah, no, I I appreciate that totally. All right, I want to end the podcast on a light note, lighter note. So um, <clears throat> let's do. Oh, <laughs> is this about food? Ryan, when was the last time you had sex? Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Oh wow! Wow, we have literally <laughs> gone the gamut here. You, okay. I wanted to end on a very. Why I, you took a long sip of water? I tell you what, ain't nothing you won't get in uh, in this podcast. <laughs> you want to? We didn't cover a subject. Wait till yeah. the end. <laughs> Hope you made it all the way through. Yeah, that. everybody that's listened to a podcast so far. It's probably like, what is this? Where's the sex? They're like, yeah, what? Where's true. the inappropriateness? Here it is. Oh, by the way, Holly, my mom was like, what I learned in last podcast about Holly was more than I ever wanted to know. I was like, sorry about you. I told parents not to listen. <laughs> mm, you did. I you did. did. You gave N-S-F-W. a warning. NSFW. Yes. Ryan was like, probably more than anybody wanted to know. I was very yeah. interested. Uh, my roommate, Jesse, was listening and he's like, I feel like I need to turn this off at work. Oh yeah! He's like, I, I paused it and went to the bathroom, but I'm not sure that I want to put it back on right now. Oh my god! Well, that's why we always say NSFW. Oh my god! Your other roommate listened to it too. Yeah, all of them. All of them. They know you. They didn't know. Ryan. That's unfortunate. <laughs> when was the last time you had sex? Two days ago. Yeah. If the love is true. Yes, Holly. It's a, yeah. It's a, it's a bye week right now. Oh, man. <laughs> Especially after that Zaxby's. Ain't nothing uh-huh. happening today. No. Holly? Yes, what? When was the last time you had sex, girl? When's the last time you got that dick? <laughs> um, a week ago. Miguel, <laughs> when's the last time you had sex? Oh, um, <laughs> sex. I think it would be Saturday. <laughs> I had to wait till the song hit that one part. All right. Well, we are done. Thank you so much for hanging out with us. 
Let us know on Twitter when the last time you had sex is. Yes, please. Join (laughs) the conversation. (laughs) Please do. Ryan, what's all of your social media? Radio McGib, M-C-G-I-B, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and Facebook. Yes, Holly. Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, Radio Holly. Mine, Miguel Fuller, M-I-G-U-E-L-F-U-L-L-E-R, on Snapchat, Instagram, and Facebook. Make sure to listen to the Uncensored Podcast. You can go to hot1015tampabay.com or you can always, 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 always download the Hot 115 app or even better, you can go on where, Holly? iTunes. Yes, it's so easy to listen on iTunes. And if you do, make sure to rate us on yes. there and uh, leave a comment. We appreciate it and we'll see you next week. Bye. Want more Miguel and Holly? Listen to past episodes of Miguel and Holly Uncensored at Hot 1015 tampabay.com the hot 1015 app or on itunes